Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. I'm your host, Melissa, and in this episode, I discuss the use of sensitivity as an insult. And more specifically, you know, what we can say instead. So a little bit of background here. Uh, I am actually what you would call an empath, also known as a highly sensitive person. Empaths from a scientific standpoint have an excess of these things called mirror neurons. So we literally feel and experience the emotions of others in our own bodies. On the opposite end of the spectrum are, you know, narcissists and sociopaths who actually lack mirror neurons and the ability to feel the feelings of others. There's been all sorts of scientific studies done on this and they discovered this is kind of the missing link. Sociopaths and narcissists are literally missing mirror neurons or they have, you know, a very small amount of them. And I used to believe that being sensitive was actually a curse or something that I could choose to ignore or grow out of or get past. And from a physiological standpoint, that's just not true. You know, once I really learned what it meant to be an empath and I started to recognize my sensitivity as, you know, this powerful gift and a sense of intuition that could actually help guide me away from things that weren't, you know, good for me, toxic people, staying away from bad situations. That's when I really started to embrace the power of it. So I get it, you know, initially when you first hear sensitive, it can be seen as something negative. So this is what this episode's about, is kind of giving you an insight to what it really means to be sensitive and ways to combat some of the societal pressure to, you know, be feelingless. And if you are curious about, you know, whether or not you're an empath and you might think you are, or even if you've never heard the term before, it would be awesome if you could take the quiz. Um, You know, I think this insight is something that can not only help you, but help the people around you, you know, especially if you are an empath, kind of understand what that means. So there's an awesome author named Judith Orloff. She's, you know, a leading author on this topic. She actually has a 20 question quiz you can take to find out if you're an empath as well. Simply do a Google search, look for empath quiz, Judith Orloff, and her last name is spelled O-R-L-O-F-F, and it will definitely be the first link. So that said, you don't have to be an empath or a highly sensitive person to be called sensitive in our society. Unfortunately, this word is incredibly charged, and it's really deemed a negative term. You know, society calls sensitive people weak and tells them to get over it, as if it's something that can be controlled. A good synonym for sensitive is sensory. So think of it this way. People who are highly sensitive have highly attuned senses. Therefore, asking someone to not be, quote, so sensitive, quote, is like asking someone with a strong sense of smell to breathe less or to smell less. It's not going to happen. We can't turn off our senses. What we can control is how we respond to our senses being alerted or triggered, but we can't just turn them off. And it's not something you grow out of or you should. Our senses and those of us with heightened senses practically have superpowers. We have this like super intuition that allows us to see through what people are saying and into how they're feeling and doing. You know, we are the helpers and the gifted. Again, if we kind of relate this back to our sensory 
perception, right? It's like asking someone to shut their eyes instead of seeing. It's just unrealistic and it's not an option and it's not something we should be doing. We shouldn't be turning off our senses or our ability to sense. So even if you're not a highly sensitive person, which the abbreviation is actually HSP, or an empath, it's important to understand that those of us who are don't have a choice. More specifically, that sensitivity should never be used as an insult. So when you are actually feeling particularly sensitive, rather than saying, oh, I'm just feeling sensitive today, in a, you know, because in a way that means it's a problem. What if instead you could say, I'm really tired and I don't have great boundaries right now, so little things are bothering me. I really encourage you to eliminate the use of, quote, feeling sensitive, quote, in a negative way. Similarly, you know, please quit saying, stop being so sensitive to people. If you feel the need to make this statement, it should really give you severe pause and instead take a moment to reflect on whatever you just said prior to wanting to make this statement. If someone seems upset rather than blaming their sensitivity, think twice because it's likely that you're the one that needs to apologize. And if you hear the phrase, stop being so sensitive, I encourage you to respond with, you need to stop saying mean things and blaming me for being upset. Because that's really what's at the root of this. When people say, stop being so sensitive, what they mean is, wow, I just said something really awful and I hope the other person doesn't notice. That's really what this translates to. So there are a few underlying problems and you know why we are where we are today with the word sensitive being so negatively charged. The first underlying problem here is this. People are shamed for having feelings. The word sensitive is used as a shame tool and it has to stop. Of course, we can't control how other people react or what they say. So we have to bring awareness to ourselves to ensure that we aren't using the word sensitive as an insult to others or as a way to call ourselves weak. We need to replace this term and really speak to what the issue is. If you're quote, you know, feeling sensitive quote, The issue is that you're tired or you don't have great boundaries or you're feeling insecure that day. So say those things rather than saying you're feeling sensitive. The second underlying issue is this. Under a patriarchal society, being domineering, not having feelings, rationality, showing no emotion are all things that are celebrated and praised. You are praised in the workplace for being stoic. Men who cry are babies. All of these lies are the predominant cultural norms under a patriarchal society, which, hate to break it to you, we're still in that, especially in the U.S. Being a woman is to be a second-class citizen. Having feelings makes you weak. And guess who does the emotional labor? Women. We're told emotional labor is women's work. All of these ideals and beliefs roots stem from patriarchy. (sighs) Gosh, real frustrating when you think about it. So let me tell you this. Sensitivity is not the problem. The problem are patriarchal norms, inconsiderate and rude people. Those are the problems, not your sensitivity. You know, it's going to take a long time to take back the word sensitive and make it a positive description. But in the meantime, we can stop using it as an insult 
and start calling out our oppressors and people who use it as an insult. Now, I'm not suggesting you do this all the time, but as often as you can muster the courage to, because it's those individual instances, you know, it's going to happen one at a time, not all at once. We're not just going to suddenly stop using it as an insult. You know, unfortunately, it's probably become a habit for most of you listening. So the first thing that we can do and the most important thing we can do is bring awareness to the language that we use and bring awareness to when other people use that language as an insult and say something. Until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking. Check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.